Weekly Bomber Coaches Show, Mike O'Shea and Bob Irving. Bob? Thank you very much, Christian O'Mell. Oh, this sounds like some music that Sky Neller has picked that Mike O'Shea will quite enjoy. Is it, Mike? Um, well, you were talking through the song, Bob. This is like uh, Slap Shot. You're talking through the anthem. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> what is that, Sky? Fill me in. It's Panic at the Disco. Oh. Something different. Okay. A little disco music, Mike. That's not what it is, Bob. We'll educate you later. <laughs> it was something at the disco. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. The Coach's Show with Michael Shea is brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed, choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Well, it was gee, it's four days ago now that you uh, you played your last game. Of course, we didn't have a show last night. How was your Thanksgiving, Michael Shea? Oh, it was excellent. Yeah, my, my wife, we worked, but uh, my wife and daughters... Uh, worked harder. It seemed like in the in the kitchen. I showed up at home, and there was a, a wonderful meal to be to be grateful for, for sure. A typical day in the O'Shea household, then, eh? Uh, yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I I come home lots to just greatness. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Um, so you're back at practice today. Yeah, I don't want to throw out these cliches about. Did the guys look like they ate too much turkey? I don't, I don't want to throw that cliche out, so I won't. Perfect. All right. How did they look at practice? <laughs> um, focused, energetic. They look good. They look like they usually look. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say they look like they usually look. When you say focused, now you've been coaching this team for seven years. Why is this team more focused than any you've coached? And if it is, Why? Well, I, I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time trying to compare. I mean, you're trying to work with the team you have right in front of you and um, trying to notice the things that are right in front of you and not, you know, I, I don't spend a lot of time comparing it to other teams because you have different people on this team and, and the people you have that are the same are different, are, may have grown and are different. Um, so... I, I can't draw that comparison um, with the focus idea. It's just interesting, right? Like some of the some of the ideas or some of the thoughts going into the week that were presented by by the coaching staff. You know, Buck and Richie and, and Boo as the coordinators. You see it show up on pra on pra in practice uh, right away, right? They wanted to work on certain things, and the guys are working at them. And that, once again, is, is very pleasing that they, they talk about it, albeit briefly, in the meeting room, and they drill it a little bit on the field, you know, during the indie period, and then come the team periods, these things are showing up, which, you know, to apply that quickly um, just, to me, shows that you've got guys that are, are focused. They're listening in the meetings. They're in, uh, they they practice with uh, intent, um, and it, it looks good. So, but I think that's you see that a lot, or or get that gets noticed a lot um, with this team, which is which is pretty cool just to be sitting there watching that. Yeah. So you're eight and one. Um, the last time a bomber team was eight and one, Mike was 1960, and I know you don't. 
necessarily get into these comparisons. That's 61 years ago, uh, the last time a bomber team had a record like this, which is pretty impressive. Um, you've scored 233 points, given up 110. Those are staggering numbers. They're, clearly, and I know we only we still have five games left, and then the playoffs. But there's something about this team that's pretty special. Can you can you put your finger on it? Uh, no, I think that's uh, that's a January thought. <laughs> you know, about I, I do recognize. Listen, Bob, I do recognize that, that there's. Uh, a good feel, a special feel with this group. Um, you know, it, it, it's their own. You know, so um, I think with every team, every year, it's a unique feel. And so this is a, a unique feel. It's a different feel than than there was in the previous year we played. Um, and I think what's what's mostly special about it is it's this team's feel. <laughs> Right, and they own that. Mm-hmm. It's theirs, right? It's not. It's not last year's or the year before or the year before that. It's his, and some guys may equate that to uh, feeling the same as previous years, um, but not everybody's the same. And some guys don't know what that even is, right? The new guys don't know what that even is. So, I, I, I like the fact that it's theirs. It's the it's the Bombers, 2021 version. It's their special group and the way that group feels about each other and the way they perform for each other. I'm not going to be able to get you to get carried away about how great this team is so far. No. No. It's, they, uh, I, I think they're a good football team. I, like I think we know that. Um, I think they know that. I think they come to work every day expecting to be better and more than expecting it, they they work to be better. I think that's part of what makes this group really interesting to be around. Yeah. You know, and I, I we've been on we've had other teams that worked hard too, right? So, um, but it's this group's effort that's unique to this year, and it's also the circumstances in which this season's unfolding and. And how it got started, how it didn't start last year. Like these are all, mm-hmm. it's all unique, right? And the and the way the team has to come together, given the circumstances, given the protocols, given the the the, the restrictions that they are facing daily, and how they overcome those to become a team. Which is this will be a very unique experience, one that I don't, I hope we don't have to experience again like this, you know. Well, you'd like to be eight and one again, no doubt. No <laughs> yeah, doubt. That goes without saying. Let's go to the phone calls. Mike, you're on the coach's show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead. Hey, you got coach. It's nice talking to you. It's been a while, and I'm sure privately you're thinking, barring injury, we shouldn't lose again this year. But uh, here's the question. You know, um, I've always thought that if loyalty isn't important to me, then I'm no good to you. So how do you balance being loyal to a player and an organization at the same time? So I'm going to hang up and listen off the air and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Later. Okay, Mike. Yeah, Mike, that's that's interesting. Um, you know, 
I guess I'd have to really look at what loyalty means. I, I think I owe it to every player uh, as, a, as a person to give them our best and give them my best and, and make sure they're getting everything they can out of their experience here and make sure they can, you know, trying to be, trying to help them be the best they can be. And then, um, you know, you have to believe that and balance that with what's best for the team. And so, you know, just today I, I released two guys, you know, so uh, just because of the roster situation, the size of the roster, and, and how we had to trim spots and make things fit to be uh, to have our official roster size recognized by the CFL, right? It's it's an ongoing process, and you just have to keep um, you know understanding that overall the team comes first, uh, and you know you you can't. Um, you know, you can't treat people or um, it can't, you know, the success of one person can't come at the success of, of, of the team. And, you know, it is a fine balancing act and, and you do have to, you know, start with the idea that these are all people and you have to treat them with respect and, and give them the best you you can give them and balance it with the needs of the team. So it, it isn't easy. I haven't really given you a great answer, but it is always on our minds as coaches. John, you're on the coach show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, John. Oh, hello, everybody. Hey. Uh, Got to say, I love the season so far. Um, as a long, long time Bomber fan, I just have two questions um, for the coach. And uh, if you want to weigh in, uh, Bob, with what you think. I mean, as a Bomber fan, I got two concerns because we get kind of, you know, nervous because we're Winnipeg Bomber fans. But I, I want to ask the coach about the kicking game because there was an interesting article in the paper that I sort of thought sort of summed it up. It said that we're kicking like a high school football team. And as the games get more important and more competitive towards the end of the season, we all know in the CFL that field goals can decide a football game or the kicking game can for sure. And uh, and I'm I'm kind of concerned about our backup quarterback situation. So if you can sort of discuss that and let me know what you think, and I'll, I'll hang up and listen to it on the radio. Okay, John, John. What we're going to do? We have to take a break. So we'll take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll get Mike to weigh in on uh, the place kicking situation and the backup quarterback. Okay. All right. Thank you, John. Seven eight zero six eight six eight. We'll be right back. It's the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea on six eighty CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Listen to over 500 radio stations from anywhere in Canada with Radio Player Canada, the must-have app that's as Canadian as you are. Funny, well-informed, dominating the music scene at the gym or in the car. Enjoy every type of radio station anywhere, anytime. Listen through your phone, Sonos, Google Chromecast, Google Home, Amazon Echo, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto. Download the Radio Player Canada app today. It's where Canadian radio plays. 
In my 12th season, the rain just never stopped. But in my, my third, third season, we had perfect growing conditions. In my 10th season, the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine. After all that hard work in my 40th season, it's nice to see full bins. No matter how long you've been farming, the one season that matters most is your next. So choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Want to be certain your reno goes right? Start with pro materials with Certainty Drywall. In fire resistant, water resistant, super durable, or soundproof. And top quality insulation. Ceiling systems, premium shingles, and siding. Do it right with professional grade building materials from Certainty. Pro all the way. Experience the difference great people make at Transolutions Truck Centers, Manitoba's largest independent heavy truck dealership with four locations, plus a new Steinbeck location coming soon, carrying North America's premier heavy truck and school bus brands, Freightliner, Western Star, and Thomas Built Buses, and with a massive parts inventory to serve your needs seven days a week. Independently owned and operated since 1991, Transolutions Truck Centers will help you experience service the way it's meant to be. For more, head to tstruck.ca. Hi, I'm James Bedford, president of the Manitoba Teachers Society. In opposing Bill 64, Manitobans made it clear they want a strong public education system, one that gives all students a chance to succeed. It's time now to focus on things like curriculum, class size, student services, and child poverty. And there's so much you can add to the conversation. Want to know more? Visit educationmattersmb.ca. A message from Manitoba Teachers. Do-it-yourselfers, contractors, it's time. Time to finally start that project with Olympic Building Center. Time to get the materials you need at Olympic, where they have plenty of inventory and great prices. That fence you've been planning, that deck you've been dreaming of, that garage you need, whatever your next project is, the time is now. So go local, grow local at the award-winning Olympic Building Center. Manitoba, this is the new sound of winning. Sure, it's just an empty beverage container going into a recycling bin, but with the new Recycle Everywhere app that's rewarding Manitobans, it could mean cash and prizes for you. There are daily prizes of $100 and two $25,000 jackpots, plus $1,000 weekly and $5,000 monthly prizes to be won. So download the app, keep up the good work, and you can start winning today with Recycle Everywhere. 680 CJOB. Weather. Mainly clear tonight, but going down to a low of 3. Tomorrow, rain expected to begin around noon. And we're expected to get quite a bit of it as well. And it will be windy as well. A miserable day overall. A northeast wind 40 gusting to 60. And a high of just 11. More showers expected on Thursday with a high of 9. And periods of rain on Friday with a high of 8. Right now it's 12 at 680 CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. It's brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. We had a caller, John, just before the break. Mike O'Shea he wants to know about your place kicking. For those who haven't heard, Mike announced today that he's sticking with Ali Martata as the team's place kicker. And I'm sure John and, and the listeners, Mike, would like to know your thinking on that. Well, as I said in the post-practice interview, um, 
you know, from the moment we worked out Ali, his kicks haven't changed a bit. They're they're dead straight. He uh, hits the ball very clean. The ball flight is exactly the same uh, every single time. Um, I said this also, and so did Ali. There's no there's no hooks. There's no slices. They're just straight. So he has to obviously um, be better. I mean, overall, our place kicking our, our kicking has to be has to be better. Um, have to start. They have to start going through the uprights. They're not missing by much, but I do think it's just a, a slight angle uh, correction that needs to be made. And I know his commitment to working hard and the the type of person he is. Um, I, I know that's there in him. That's that's the way he's made up. So uh, he 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 is frustrated, obviously, with with them not going through the uprights and not making the kicks, but not to the point where he's uh, moping around or giving up or anything like that. It's just it's he's committed even more time to working and, and, and making it right for his teammates, right? So uh, he, he's a – you just get a great feeling when you talk to him about how committed he is to this. And, you know, I, you know, you, you know – that he's going to keep working at it and you really hope that it pays off for him not just you know not just for the team but for him because he he is that type of guy that you want to see succeed so obviously you're not sticking with him just to be nice to him you are i'm not putting words in your mouth here but you tell me if i'm wrong you are convinced that ali mortada can be a good field goal kicker Absolutely, yeah. I do believe he's a. Uh, he is technically um, very sound. Uh, you know, his preparation is solid. His process is solid. You know, I do think he's got the makings of being a very good kicker. Some very slight adjustments, I think, will have them going through the uprights. I really do. You know, we've we've worked out over the course of my time coaching, and obviously my time playing. I've seen a lot of kickers, and and he's one that is very clean in in his approach to kicking. The actual technique of kicking that's all very clean. He just needs a little more time working with the the difference uh, in the placement of the hashes, so where the balls get placed. And, and figuring that out, right? And, um, you know, I think th- this is a, this will be a good week for him. You know, he, he, uh, he kicked well in practice today. He kicked well in pre-practice. Uh, he was out there working on a few things to try and make some minor adjustments. You certainly don't want to overhaul the, overhaul the whole thing. He's been kicking for a long time. It's just he's kicking on a different field with different width of hashes. So the, the look is different. The steps are slightly different, and he's got to retrain his body to be to feel comfortable taking those different steps, the different footwork. Is there a time limit on how long you wait until he gets more consistent? Uh, I, I haven't put a time limit on it for, my, for myself, you know. Okay. Yeah, so our caller before the break, too, wanted to know about Sean McGuire, your backup quarterback. He's a little nervous that... Uh, if he gets pressed into action for whatever reason, we're not quite sure, you know, what what will happen, how he'll perform. Just your thoughts on your number two QB situation. 
Yeah, he performs uh, very well in practice. He has great command over the playbook. Um, he's a, a good, strong athlete. He does run our short yardage package. He's had great success with that. Um, full confidence in him to go out and and you know execute a plan and win a football game for us. Just like every other year, though, it, it's just. It's not what teams do. It's not what you do. Is you don't just put your put the next guy up uh, in games and and let him roll. You know you you finish games out generally with your with the guy who starts. You know, yeah. so um, with the CFL being the way it is and not feeling like every game's in hand, you use your your next quarterback differently, right? Mike, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Yeah, uh, hey, guys, a uh, couple quick things. Uh, first of all, it's funny how I'm able to get in on these shows when things are going so well. Less people seem to want to call when uh, when the team's doing so well. Um, so I guess that's kudos to you, Mike, and kudos to the team. And it's, it's really impressive watching what you guys can do week in and week out. I haven't seen a defense like this since the James West, Craig Battle, um, Paul Randolph days back in the 80s. This is awesome what you guys are doing and crushing, absolutely obliterating other teams' offenses. It's really fun to watch, and it must be really fun to coach that. It's fun to watch also from my viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing looking at the guys you've got. Um, it's, it, yeah, great. Quick, quick comment on the kicking. I just have to touch on it. Everyone else seems to want to talk about it. I think what you're doing is real smart from a point of view. If you trotted Legio back out there and he went roughly for him, he's a young guy, he's a young kid, and it went roughly for him, it might be the kind of thing that really jeopardizes the length of his career. It may not, but it could, just because it's kind of a second go-round. And I think protecting him like you're doing is smart. I don't think you're going to tell us that's why you're doing it, but um, it's probably part of what you're doing it for, and I think that's really smart. And uh, I'm sure you've got faith that uh, Mortata can, can get better. But I think what you're doing is protecting him is super smart. Um, so, you know, well done on that one as well. All right, Mike, we're we're pushing up against the news here at 7.30. And look, uh, we're getting a ton of texts, and a lot of them are about the kicking situation. I'm not surprised at that. Mike has already addressed the kicking situation. So whether you agree or disagree, that's fine. But we're not going to belabor that for the next half hour. The coach has stated his position on the kicker, and there's no point going over and over and over and rehashing it. We'll come back with more of the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea on 680 CJOB. Kevin here from CG Open Road with our official spokesperson, Adam Big Hill. My vehicle is from CG Open Road Outlet, and I love it. But I don't think Manitobans truly understand how many amazing brands you have. Well, let's tell them. Campers, get RVs by Sunset Park, Forest River, and Gulf Stream. Off-roading your thing? Shop CF Moto, Argo, Tau Motor. Into two wheels? Get motorbikes from Apollo and Beta. Plus, premium used vehicles. Oh, wait, we're out of time. CG Open Road Outlet. Too many brands for one commercial. Visit openroadoutlet.ca. I hear it all the time. I love it. 
It's because she adores the earrings that you bought from us for your anniversary. I'm Joe Namath of Namath Diamonds, a family tradition of excellence for over 30 years. In addition to having the city's exclusive Canadian Maple Leaf Bridal Boutique, brides keep coming to us for quality, unique custom designs and service. At Namath Diamonds, attention to detail is everything. So, if you would like to know more about Canadian Diamonds, trust the professionals at Namath Diamonds in Southdale Square. Want to be certain your reno goes right? Start with Pro Materials with Certainty Drywall. In fire resistant, water resistant, super durable, or soundproof. And top quality insulation. Ceiling systems, premium shingles, and siding. Do it right with professional grade building materials from Certainty. Pro all the way. Do you know what you can recycle in Winnipeg? Only paper, cardboard, and empty containers made of plastic, metal, or glass go in your cart or bin. Items that are not accepted, like plastic bags, clothes, diapers, garbage, and containers with food or liquid in them, increase recycling costs and ruin other recyclables. Find out what goes where at winnipeg.ca slash recycling or contact 311. Welcome to Building a Garage 101. The company you choose should visit your site, go over placement and approach, then check with the city about size, placement, and variances. And finally, provide a free detailed estimate. Excuse me? <gasps> and renovations. They've been doing all of that for over 20 years. And JML doesn't just build a garage, they build your garage. JML works with you and your needs. You deserve the best. Call JML Roofing and Renovations and get your garage built. 668-1861. You're listening to 680 CJOB, Winnipeg's radio station for 75 years. Global News at 7.30, I'm Kevin Hirschfield. A BC employer is allowing staff to swap out statutory holidays for days off that better align with their belief. As Global News reporter Marty Blunt tells us, it's a move many are applauding. The Boys and Girls Clubs of South Coast, B.C., allowing employees to swap out stats for holidays that better fit to their culture, religion, or beliefs. Manitoba Islamic Association Board Chair Idris El-Bakri hopes more employers will do the same in the future. I know for many Muslims, like, taking time off around Eid, you know, is, it can be challenging. Um, uh, because it doesn't come on a, on, a, on a regular holiday and doesn't always come on a weekend. The B.C. employer is currently allowing for five statutory holidays to be swapped out, including Thanksgiving, Boxing Day, Good Friday, Victoria Day, and Canada Day. Marty Blunt, Global News. Municipalities across Canada are hoping they're not stuck with a massive bill for RCMP services in their area. A new deal negotiated between the federal government and the National Police Federation has resulted in a retroactive wage increase of 23.7% dating back to 2017. That's far more than what Association of Manitoba Municipalities Executive Director Dennis Volkov was expecting. Municipalities were told to set aside 2.5% annually, but when the 23.7% number came out, uh, everybody realized that uh, the previous estimates given to municipalities are not sufficient to cover this increase. The association says they support the increase itself, but since the feds negotiated the deal with no input from municipalities, they should be paying their fair share. News on the hour on the half and when it breaks on 680 CJOB. 
In my 12th season, the rain just never stopped. But in my, my third, third season, we had perfect growing conditions. In my 10th season, the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine. After all that hard work in my 40th season, it's nice to see full bins. No matter how long you've been farming, the one season that matters most is your next. So choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 680 CJOB. Weather. Mostly clear tonight. A low of 3. I should probably turn on the heat. Increasing cloud tomorrow. High of 11. Showers and 9. Thursday periods of rain and 8. Friday. It is 9 right now at CJOB. This is the 680 CJOB Sports Show with Christian O'Mell. Hello again. We continue at the Boston Pizza Sports Desk. Penguins and Lightning tied at 0. After one, the NHL's opening game of the season. Coming up at 9 o'clock, Seattle at Vegas. First ever game for the Kraken. We also have, in baseball, game number four between the Braves and Brewers. Bottom seven, 4-4. Braves trying to advance to the NLCS. Brewers trying to force game five. Coming up at about 35 minutes time, game four begins between the Dodgers and Giants from L.A., with San Francisco up two games to one. Raptors also in preseason basketball action, trailing the Wizards in the third. And Layla Fernandez, round of 16 at Indian Wells today, losing in a third set tie break to Shelby Rogers. And now we return you to the Coach's Show with Bob Irving and Mike O'Shea. And we... Cool. <laughs> That's pretty dramatic. Da -da 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 -da. Mike, uh, we had a text here from... You mentioned earlier you released two players today. Somebody wants to know who they were. Well, they'll see that on the transaction report tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of an answer is that? <laughs> uh, we, 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 we have a number of DBs in the, in the room, yeah. so we sent a guy home from the practice roster to make uh, room for uh, guys coming back from injury, obviously. Yeah. And then I, I took a guy off the active roster and added him to the practice roster. So Okay. Yeah. Um, congrats on the win, Coach. This is Michael in San Antonio. We, meaning the Bombers, ended up kicking off at the start of each half. What was the rationale for this? And in general, what factors go into deciding on the coin toss options each game and who makes the decisions? I'm getting my sheet out. All right, let me remember how this goes. Uh, we won the toss and deferred because there was about a 15-kilometer-an-hour north wind, which, you know had some effect on the football um so we wanted to defer to the second half uh they took the ball and we took the wind in the first uh quarter so because they took the ball we were going to kick off and i didn't necessarily want to give them the ball and the wind to start so and i, I don't think it's a bad idea for our defense to start off especially with a, a big kickoff and a and a stop down deep with our defense, the way they're playing, uh, going out there, uh, you could possibly force a, a punt right away. They'd be punting into the wind, and then our offense would start with good field position with an opportunity to, to score quickly. So that was my thought right there. Coming out uh, of the half, I think we were ahead. Were we up by... What were we up by at the half? 11, 11 to 3. We were up by 8. We didn't play particularly well in the first half. I thought we had opportunities to be up quite a bit more than that. 
but I also felt our defense was playing lights out. So I decided uh, to take the wind in the fourth so that we had a longer quarter um, to possibly get more points. And if it was going to come down to kicking uh, and field position, that we would have uh, better field position in the, in the longer quarter. Okay. Uh, here's a question from David. Happy belated Thanksgiving. If you, oh, it's a speculative question, Mike. You won't like this. If you clinch a West final berth in the next few weeks, how do you play the roster from that point on uh, to ensure no injuries? Uh, well, that is a lot of speculation. I don't look that far ahead. You know, that's the answer. I don't look that far ahead. <laughs> You you know if you win your next two games you could clinch first place you know that eh or maybe no you don't I didn't know that. know that Bob now you do and then you'd have three games left to figure out how you're going to play those games are you asking me the same question that that last texter asked yeah more or less <laughs> are you texting your own show Bob <laughs> no there's a lot of texts here but I'm sifting through them because so many of them are about the kicking. Um, oh. So I should answer this one because you're doing me a favor. Well, okay. no, I, I said before the break, we you had dealt with yep. the kicking. Well, you know, there's no point beating that for the rest of the show because there's other things to talk about. Uh, but the business of, and I know this comes up every year, with a team that clinches first in particular early um, and then really has one game left to to win to get to the Grey Cup, and that's the West Final. How do you play? And you've been on teams, Mike, where coaches wrestle with that big time do it do i play the frontline guys all the time or do i spot them in and out and all the rest of it do you have a sort of a general feeling about how to approach that never mind this specific situation i, I don't i i don't honestly um yeah the this, this stuff that that we're talking about here is so far in the future compared to the tomorrow's practice or tomorrow's meetings and then practice that we just don't allow ourselves to, to think about that. We've got, uh, you know, we've got a third game against against Edmonton, which is back to back in in their place, and um, you know they've got a good defense, and and you know they've made a switch at quarterback, so we got to study this quarterback. Although he's played, you know, I'm sure that he's going to have a good plan, and and these are the things we're focused on. All the other stuff is is to be dealt with uh, as it comes up. And I know, you know, as a group, we'll make good decisions for our football team um, whenever the next decisions come up. And right now the next decisions are, you know, what our roster is like going into Edmonton and how hard we run them tomorrow at practice. So th this is part of your mantra, though. We're, you're not going to worry about something three weeks down the road. you got a game to play Friday. Lots changes between now and then, and, and the most important thing on our on our mind right now is, you know, I just got handed the score zone report for um, for for Edmonton, and you know the coaches have put that together tonight, and they're handing it out to the players, and the players are looking at it tonight, and then the most important thing once again is the start of meetings tomorrow. Uh, here's a text. Can you give an update on Jermarcus Hardrick? He was uh, left the game on Friday. Yeah, he's uh, he, he didn't practice today. We'll take a look again tomorrow and see how he's fared overnight. Uh, there's a question from Matt. In the Bomber game, there was a roughing challenge on the passer. Can you explain the difference between that one and the one in the Toronto-Hamilton game? 
I'm not sure which one he's referring to in your game. A roughing. Uh, the challenge. I, I don't remember the one. I think they challenged. Did they challenge roughing the pass where the quarterback was out of the pocket and was running? And went to throw on the run possibly is that what, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure yeah I can't recall that I can't recall the Toronto Hamilton one either Toronto Hamilton won the, the, the I think it was Jaguar Davis um, ducked his head unfortunately and made contact to the head of the Toronto quarterback oh that's right yeah, yeah I remember that now. so yeah. I mean it was the crown of the helmet to the chin of the Toronto quarterback I don't think they always look like that I don't think they're, those are always roughing the passer you know, if the if the tackler, the would-be tackler, puts his face mask into the chest of the quarterback and the quarterback's head comes down to meet the top of the helmet of the tackler, if the first point of contact is, is my face mask on the quarterback's chest, then I don't think the resulting chin contact should be roughing the passer. But I've argued that point um, probably to no avail for years and years and years. A uh, question from another texter. Will Kenny Lawler play in the next game? Yes, he will. Jesse, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Jesse. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. I was wondering about, um, I noticed growing, um, on third down, um, everyone lines up to kick. And, um, I noticed like growing up, my dad would always say, watch out for the fake. But you, for in the past years now, it, it seems like that has kind of faded off. Has the has the game evolved in a way that makes that less attractive, or uh, why is that? Well, there there was a fake. Uh, the Hamilton Toronto game. Hamilton tried a, a fake. Uh, they weren't successful. Toronto stopped them. Oh, uh, you know, I, I do think that there is quite a bit of awareness. Uh, on the part of the return teams to um, play defense first and be wary for the fake. I think it's it's way different than it was a decade ago or, you know, and beyond that. Um, the, the special teams coaching and the uh, attention to detail and just the roster size, so you have some dedicated special teams players now that, you know, that's their you know, uh, the bulk of their assignment is on special teams. So they spend a lot of time studying the film and, and understanding the schemes and making sure that they're, they're prepared for everything that comes up. So um, I, think, I think that's the answer, is that just teams are, are, are more aware of everything that can go on and they're more in tune to, to stopping that and playing defense first. Okay, Jesse, appreciate the call. Shaw, you're on with Michael Shea on the Coaches Show on CJOB. Good evening, gentlemen. I have been a blue and gold fan since Bob Tugut was my phys ed teacher in Greenway School, 73, 74. I wanted to be a bomber all my life. Never made the cut. But I do have a question, Coach Shea. Doing a great job. Glad you are a coach in Winnipeg. Why don't the CFL ever run any inside handoffs to guards and tackles and run some unbalanced uh, offensive line schemes the unbalanced line is uh is there it's alive and well uh, i wouldn't say it's used uh a, a ton but there are certain teams that use it uh regularly i would say but you know i don't think every team employs that system 
all the time. Uh, handoffs to guards and tackles. I don't know. You want me to hand it off to, I know it would be entertaining, but do you want me to hand it off to Patty Newfeld, who I would like to hand it off to, or Andrew Harris? I think the answer is Andrew well, Harris. Well, I'll tell you. I'd like to see how many guys would be lining up to tackle a monster coming out of the backfield or just along the line at 280, 290. Yeah, I think the idea of how do you get a handoff to a guy who's lined up as a guard or tackle, uh, I just think that's very difficult to to plan that and get and execute it. You only have so much time in the day to practice uh, your yeah. plays for the game, and um, that would be, I think my high school team called that fiery log left, and we might have handed <laughs> off to, to Rich Latticer. Uh, well, he drew up the play himself, of course. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it was fiery log left. Well, as a coach that coaches in uh, minor football and high school football for many years, I always found that it, it engaged the offensive line more. I'm not saying that offensive linemen that are making their paycheck aren't uh, motivated to be on the field, but in high school and minor football, giving inside handoffs to guards and tackles would invest them more into the offensive side of the ball that, they're, that they get a chance to move the ball. And I just, uh, I don't know, not so much it'll be a novelty, but... It sure certainly would catch the defense off guard, taking an inside handoff from the quarterback lining up under the center. And uh, I'll tell you, there's be a lot of defenses going, what the heck just happened? Anyways, congratulations. Well, no, I'll say this. I, I like what you said. Just in that short little comment there, I would say you're a great coach. Because yeah. at our level, you know, we have players and, and it's professional and you players come into training camp and you release players and you try out players and you do that. At the high school level, you have players to try out and you probably don't cut anybody. You keep everybody. And that's who you have, which also gives you a license to be as creative as possible to help your players be successful. And I think that sometimes is lost on some coaches is you can be as creative as you can be to help them not only be successful but have fun like you said. And I think that that's what minor coaches should do, is be absolutely creative, you know. All right, Shaw, we have to leave it there because we're up against the clock. One last quick text before we break again. Hey, coach, with new quarterback for Edmonton, and they're going to start Taylor Cornelius. Uh, and leaving lots on the table last game, does it make it easier to not fall into a quote-unquote trap game? Uh, I don't like that term. We were going to get through the week without that. Yeah. No, yeah. we're not. Sorry. Yeah, we, the, the easiest way to, to play every week is assume you're getting the best from your opponent every single week. You know that they're going to play their best. And if you approach it like that, then... You know, you work hard during the week because you know they're going to be at their best, and you better be too. We'll come back with a coach's show with Mike O'Shea, brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed, choose DeKalb, the seed for every season on 680 CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. From the back seat at the beach. He drops back into the pocket, looks come long, on. holds on come to on. the ball. Here we go. To gridlocked traffic. Into the slot, dodges the tackle. Oh, come on. To reliving the magic on the way home from the game. He's on the goal line. Touchdown. Oh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Every yard, every mile, Harvest Honda is right there with you. Because Hondas aren't their only passion. They're football fans, too. Harvest Honda, right there with you since 1981. In my 12th season, the rain just never stopped. But in my, my third, third season, we had perfect growing conditions. In my 10th season, the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine. After all that hard work in my 40th season, it's nice to see full bins. No matter how long you've been farming, the one season that matters most is your next. So choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Rush on down to Canada West Boots Factory Outlet. They are overflowing with Canada West and Brahma boots. You'll find over a thousand pairs in stock of locally made cowboy boots, biker boots, and CSA approved work boots. Want something ankle height? Try the Romeo Chelsea boots or William Morby Heritage boots, all proudly made in Winnipeg. See CanadaWestBoots.com for an online catalog or shop in person at 1255 Street, where Canada West and Brahma boots are handmade since 1978. Hi, this is Don White, CEO and co-founder of Private Pension Partners. Alongside our investors, we own or have under development over $725 million of pension-grade real estate with a focus on built-for-rental residential. Our newest properties under construction include the Zoo at 160 Osborne Street and the Halo at 3015 and 3025 Pemina Highway, which combined will add over 600 new housing units to our market. Please drive by to monitor the construction or visit us at privatepensionpartners.com to learn more. Cheering on the home team? That's a Winnipeg tradition. Just like IJL, they've been helping Winnipeg couples find the perfect wedding and engagement rings for more than 80 years. And have the perfect ring for you right now. Come visit them today at 493 Notre Dame Avenue or browse and shop anytime online at IJL.ca. IJL, Winnipeg's luxury jewelry store since 1937. Manitoba, this is the new sound of winning. Sure, it's just an empty beverage container going into a recycling bin, but with the new Recycle Everywhere app that's rewarding Manitobans, it could mean cash and prizes for you. There are daily prizes of $100 and two $25,000 jackpots, plus $1,000 weekly and $5,000 monthly prizes to be won. So download the app, keep up the good work, and you can start winning today with Recycle Everywhere. Winnipeg Dodge introduces Willie Jefferson. Uh, John, what's up, Jason? What's going on here? First, Hallibuck, now Jefferson? You trying to send me a message or something? No, no, no. Willie's just fresh young talent. He's here to keep you on your toes. What? Was it something I did? Was it the coffee gag? The hugging? No. Let's give him a chance and see what happens. All right. Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Mall, where the buying experience is just as enjoyable as the drive. 680 CJOB. Weather. Mainly clear tonight, but going down to a low of 3. Tomorrow, rain expected to begin around noon. And we're expected to get quite a bit of it as well. And it will be windy as well. A miserable day overall. A northeast wind 40 gusting to 60. And a high of just 11. More showers expected on Thursday with a high of 9. And periods of rain on Friday with a high of 8. Right now it's 12 at 680 CJOB. Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Welcome back. Brian, you're on with Mike O'Shea on CJOB. Go ahead. Hi, guys. I have two comments. First one for you, Bob. Um, 
I think it's about a week ago you were commending Wade Miller for um, for keeping Mike on. And though the coaching was great, I also think you have to contribute to the players who contribute to it as well. As we have a great quarterback now, right? Oh yeah, it's a it's a team effort, an ultimate team effort. Yep. Okay, and my last comment to you, Mike. Um, I have been a season ticket holder since the early '90s, and you know this is a, has to be the best season of all those years. But it's unfortunate that I'm unable to make it to the games this year through the vaccine passport. But um, that's just the way that things go. But hopefully you guys will um, be break up champions again next year. I'm like one game at a time. And I'll be a fan of distance. So um, good luck, um, Edmonton. Thank you. I appreciate it. We do appreciate your support. And we do recognize that this has been a, a trying year and a half for everybody. So uh, staying loyal from afar is still staying loyal. I do appreciate it. Mike, I was looking at uh, field position in the game the other night. And this is something that... We didn't talk about it on our post-game show. We didn't have time to analyze everything, but I'll just try. This is how important field position is. Some of the so Edmonton when they got the ball, they got it on their nine, their one, their four-yard line, their fourteen, their eighteen, their three, and their four. They had seven possessions that were inside their twenty, and one, two, three, four, five of those inside their ten-yard line. That's starting drives. You, the worst start, starting spot you guys had was your 26-yard line. Uh, so field position played a huge role the other night, and this is I want to bring in your kickers on this one because they deserve, you know, Ali Mortada's missing field goals. But uh, let's be fair to him. He kicked off just about as well as anybody could the other night, didn't he? Absolutely. Um, you know, those, those starting points for Edmonton are um, uh, kicking, Good tackling, um, you know, even in the face of uh, a miss field goal, uh, that team ran down and, and tackled well. Um, and, and some penalties in the return game, which, you know, we're thankful we didn't, we didn't have those, right? So I think it was a great illustration, illustration for our players to understand how, how detrimental it is if you take a penalty in the return game and it backs your offense up to field positions like that. So uh, we were, um, we benefited greatly from from that kind of play. Uh, it's not always going to look like that, and I, I'm quite confident that our defense would play well no matter where uh, the opposition started field position-wise. Yeah, it's a lot easier, though, to play defense when the other team's on their one-yard line, right? Well, it, it does cut off a portion of the field if yeah. you're looking to pass, that's for sure. So Mark Leggio had a 46-yard punting average on five punts. Uh, the Elks had 32 yards in returns, in punt returns. Again, there's coverage and great placement on the punts. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, we, like I said, it might not always look like that, but we, we had a good one that game for sure. And then a couple of guys who, uh, we had Jake Thomas on our post-game show. We talk a lot about Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeffcoat, and so we should. Uh, Jake Thomas and Casey Sales both had a quarterback sack, uh, and both were very strong in, in pushing in the middle, weren't they? Uh, they were. You, you know, you, you said Jake especially, and, uh, you know, Casey had a chance at a safety also, and we ended up getting one the, the next play. Uh, they gave up a safety on their punt team, but... Um, yeah, they're, they're both very active, both very powerful. Um, they, they do push well in the middle, and, and it was their turn. So 
the more attention the guys get on the outside, the more opportunity it is for the guys on the inside. And the Oak Park backs had pretty good nights. Andrew Harris, 24-150. Nick Dembski, five catches for 79. Good night for the Canadian guys in the backfield. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're fantastic, aren't they? Yeah, I don't even know where we... Uh, Start anew talking about Andrew Harris, but uh, we'll do that on our pregame show on Friday night a lot. Doug Brown and I and Eddie Tate. Hey, uh, before we let you go, Coach O'Shea, I understand there's a big birthday in your family today. Yeah, my youngest, Ashlyn Fianna. She's 16 today. I can't believe it. I think she was eight when we moved here, so she's lived half her life here, I think. And Wow, I just can't, uh, you know, they grow up so fast. But I love you, sweetie. Happy birthday. They do grow up fast. Mike, thanks very much. We'll see you at practice tomorrow. That's the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. It's been brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season.